Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and joining me today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? So today we're going to try to keep it a shorter episode since last episode that we did was very, very long, and we had trouble getting long videos up onto YouTube. So we're going to try to keep it short this time. Uh, starting, we're going to cover a little bit of... Uh, some some game news that has come out this week. It's been a, not too crazy of a week, which is good. Um, I definitely want to talk talk about Pokemon Masters, the new Pokemon mobile game that's come out that I played a little bit of today, like a first impressions kind of thing. And um, I guess just talking about what what we've been playing since last time we talked about this. Um, let's start right there. So Spence, last week we were totally devoted to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I am still chained to that game the foreseeable future but you decided to take a little bit of a break and start playing some other games start like four other games yeah it was probably not the right move uh mm-hmm. i started playing i started playing devil may cry 5 which i did say i was going to do mm-hmm. in the last one um i started playing fallout 4 because uh, i haven't played that one yet and i started playing doom um and then I'm just in the middle of a bunch of other games right now, like Ultimate Alliance. I'm still in the middle of that I got to finish. So, yeah, what I will say is that Double May Cry 5 is very, it's very good. There's one thing I don't really like about it, and that's one of the characters that you play as. It's kind of weird to control him, but um, other than that, it's, it's really good. Yeah. The story's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that one came out. I watched a whole bunch of like video coverage of it and was like, I really want to play this game, but I didn't have time. And I've only played the first Devil May Cry. So, uh, fun fact: they have a recap thing on the main menu. Oh yeah, that fills you in on everything that happened. Hmm. So Devil May Cry three actually happens before Devil May Cry one, apparently. Yeah, that I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but um, I don't even think it mentioned Devil May Cry two in the opening thing, which is weird. Um, Everybody hates that one. Yeah, so that's probably why. Um, so it just went like three, one, and then four, and then now it's like, right. what's happening now? Well, I also know um, that just from like reading about the games, um, previously, I'm not sure where this game fits into the timeline, but previously, I think two was like the last game in the series. Like, I think even four takes place before two. So I think like chronologically, it's like three, one, four, two. I think. Um, I don't know because they didn't even one. mention. They I don't even. But, they didn't even mention two. So it might. This might happen before two. I haven't played two. I played right. one and three, or one and four. I didn't play three, or two. Okay. So everybody hates two. Is the only thing I know about it. Um, I have one. I have like the PS2 box set that came out back in the day. Then I never played the first game. Uh, fun yeah. fact, one thing I do know about, about that game from all the coverage that I followed of it, um, did you know the very first boss that you fight in the game, you can actually beat him and the game will give you an ending that's just like, oh, game's over, great, you beat the game. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, it's like it seems like it's an unwinnable fight, but I, th- I mean, you might only be able to do it on like a new game plus, but you can actually like win, it is possible to win that fight and the game is just like, it's like a joke ending, you know, like because you're not right. supposed to be able to do that. So I think I just think I I, I kept attacking him for like ten minutes. I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to win this because mm-hmm. his health bar was like this. Yeah, like 
he had like this much out of it and out of like the whole thing. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not intended to beat this. So I'll just take a couple of hits and move along. Yeah. I want to say it was Heather Alexandra at Kotaku maybe that I saw did a video where she went back and, and beat the boss and, and got like a, it's, a, it's a total joke ending where they're just like, huh, that was really easy. I can't believe we, we beat the bad guy. <laughs> right. That's funny. Uh, so that's great. Okay. Uh, speaking of like playing too many games at a time, I realized while playing Fire Emblem yesterday, I was like, you know, uh, I've invested so much time into this game. Like, what am I going to do when it's done? Do I want to dive right into another playthrough? What do I want to do? And then I realized I just remembered suddenly that I was like halfway through Final Fantasy 12 when this game came out. I was just going to say that. I was going to say and that. I was like, whoa, wait, yeah. I got I to gotta go back and finish that still. Like, I don't get to play new games. What do I do? Yeah. Like, Control just came out this week. And, and uh, I totally like, I thought it looked interesting in previous stuff like that. But then heard Waypoint do like a, well, here's what the game actually is kind of discussion about it without like getting into spoilers. And I was like, wait a minute, like this game sounds incredible. I want to play this thing, but I don't have the time. And so. Right. Also, I heard it does not run very well on consoles. It's definitely meant to be a PC game. So hopefully by the time we get around to it, maybe they'll have optimized it a little bit and can patch in better frame rates or something. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, what are you what are you thinking about next year? So you're gonna finish Devil May Cry five and then back to Fire Emblem? I have no idea. I'm de- I'm definitely gonna play through Devil May Cry five first because I've been playing that a bunch mm-hmm. like as of the past like two or three days. Um I wanna keep playing Fallout because I realized how much I missed the series mm-hmm. when I started playing it. I was like, Wow, I miss Fallout New Vegas so bad. Because I played through, I played through New Vegas. I beat it on Xbox 360, and then I, once I, my 360, you know, broke or I, I got my Xbox One, I kind of like lost all of it. Okay. Uh, and my New Vegas disc actually broke, so I didn't want to buy it on 360 again. So I have it on PC. Um, I bought it on PC and I barely played it because I was like, I've already played this game. But Fallout 4 is, is pretty good. Um, but I do want to keep going with Fire Emblem, especially considering you told me that some crazy stuff happens and that I need to keep going. Yeah. Some things that we speculated about last week, like almost immediately after that. Well, I guess you were not quite as far as I was, but almost immediately afterwards, I got answers for. So I think I mentioned this last time, but like literally, you know, before you hit the, <laughs> the, I guess, I guess it's technically the halfway point in the game. You know, I've put 40 hours into it at this point already and feel like if the game just ended, you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that was the end of the game, you know, great. It feels like it could end and I wouldn't have been and been mad at all, but, I'm, but I also know like I'm halfway through this game basically. So right. that's going to be fun. Um, speaking of like New Vegas, have you been following the Outer Worlds at all? That's by Obsidian, I believe. I have not. Um, that's got it's. I, so I remember seeing it at uh, E3, remember. I think, right? Yeah, so it's made by yeah, some of the people that created it. Fallout and the developers of New Vegas, um, and it's not like they they sort of sort of backtrack some of the original Fallout comparisons by being like it's not going to be as big and huge as a Fallout game is, but it's in that same sort of style of like New Vegas type of sci-fi uh, RPG thing, right? Yeah, so maybe check that out. 
I might. It comes out next month, maybe October, something like that. Right. Cool. Um, let's talk some news, I suppose. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So this week we started getting some information about things that publishers wanted to show off at the Tokyo Game Show, which is going to be September 11th to September 15th. And uh, without, we don't really want to get into like too much of the details because basically it's, it's sort of like teases for what these people want to show. And then you can find like the schedules of what's going to be playable and, and things like that. So, you know, like um, there's some websites like Gametsu has some really good coverage on that. If anybody's interested in that, just like check out their website to find the schedules. Um, but one thing that came out that people are really excited about is that Capcom, I can't speak today, Capcom said that they're going to uh, talk about a new Resident Evil game at the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, it's currently titled Project Resistance. It's really all we know about it. But thanks to one person, uh, they took the link that Capcom had posted for the live stream, saying everybody bookmark this page. They took that link, put it into a YouTube thumbnail grabber, and they spit out four screenshots that are, I'm going to look at them now as I'm talking, that show off what looks probably like four main characters uh, holding guns, pointing them at things, looking scared and frightened, and it's kind of leaving everybody to think that this might be a co-op multiplayer game, perhaps a four-player co-op multiplayer game, maybe in the vein of like a Left 4 Dead, but Resident Evil style. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be kind of different. I would, I would, I would be all for that, actually. I think that it would be an interesting direction for them because, you know, after uh, Six came out and um, a lot of people like that one, they kind of made a major left turn with Seven. And then they did the remake that everybody loved, you know, but I do know that one thing that people did like about Six was the co-op aspect of it, you know, so I think it's interesting to be like, we're going to go back and try that, but maybe in a way people will like a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know you're, you're more into the series than I am, so it sounds like something that you'd be interested in. A hundred percent. I really, really, really so fun fact, I don't know where you got that from, but I've heard the exact opposite that most people don't like six and that they prefer four and five. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, I didn't um, say that people liked, I said that the thing that people did like about six, the co-op was enjoyable, even if the game was weaker and the story was what the hell is this game, you know? So even though a lot of people don't like six, I love six. Uh, I played the entire story, all of the different. So in six, you can play, I think it's like three different campaigns mm -hmm. as different like sets of people and they all kind of intertwine um, and you can do them in any order. It doesn't matter. But I played that entire, all of those campaigns with my friend online on Xbox and it was just, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I played four and five online on 360 back in the day with some of my friends. Right. And that was actually when I was a lot younger. So I, those games actually kind of scared me then. But, you know, six wasn't, I wasn't scared of them now and any of that. But I didn't like what they did with seven. Um, I thought that it, like, it was a cool game, but I felt like it shouldn't have the Resident Evil title because mm -hmm. just, it doesn't 
stick true to that series, in my opinion. Um, so hopefully they revert back to the kind of not really roots because it's you know the game evolves as as time goes on, but right. they go back to the general uh, like third person shooter kind of thing, not uh, basically a survival horror game. Right. Okay. I mean, well, in general, they're called survival horror games, but I mean, like the um, like the first sort of like horror, yeah, game seven was the first, yeah, kind of like the um, like an Outlast vibe. Right. Yeah. Did you play the um the the remake of two? Did you play that one? I did all? not. No. Okay. Because from what I wanted I, to, but um, yeah, from what I've seen about that, I, I watched an entire playthrough of that game because I don't really do horror games, <laughs> but um. They kind of, I think, went back to that style that you're talking about. So that might be sort of more in line with what you're thinking. And if they yeah. somehow managed to do like a co-op version of that style, I think people would really like it. Um, I agree. I know just from what I've read online, people have been asking for more remakes. Uh, like I, th- I think that that they said at one point that they were either going to or were interested in remaking the third game. So everybody assumed it was going to be that. This does not look like that at all. If these screenshots actually are from the game and aren't, you know, some sort of random fake thing. But we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. I just Time think will only tell. Yeah. I just think it's neat that, like, again, even though I don't really do horror games, <laughs> uh, I like Resident Evil existing. You know, it's one of those games that has a very storied history. And I'm yeah. happy to see it do cool things. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, one other Tokyo Game Show thing, Square Enix has Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on their list of things they're demoing. <laughs> and it's been a year since they announced that game was coming out. It was it was announced in Nintendo's September Direct 2018. It's been a full year. You just, can even check. We we had a video on yeah, it when it when it came yeah. out. We were just, super excited and we've been <laughs> waiting. Uh, make it happen at this point, basically. Yeah. Every, sure. every every time we have like a uh you know E3 came up or the other Nintendo Directs, I'm always just like needs to be mentioned, give me some information. Give me some info uh, on Crystal Chronicles. Only update on it since like I think it was first announced with them saying like, oh, it's also gonna be on mobile now. You know, which I'm like, oh, fine, I don't sure, I don't care though. I just wanted to play it on Switch in the first place, like you promised. Yeah. I actually found a copy of the, the GameCube version. <laughs> Yeah, Here. I got mine right there. So, yeah, somewhere over there. But and I picked up. Yeah, I have a strategy guide for it that I got not at too many games, but I got at I think a book sale or something recently. Nice. So a lot of random Final Fantasy strategy guides. Um, so this wasn't specifically a Tokyo Game Show thing, but one thing I'm really excited about, just want to drop in here really quickly, is the fact that there is a Mega Man Zero collection coming. And it's going to be coming in January 2020 to PS4 and Switch. I think that's only the only platforms. I don't, I don't know if they announced an Xbox version. Um, they might have. I don't know. That would surprise me considering all of the um, Mega Man collection is on Game Pass. Is it really? Well, there's, mm. there's multiple of them, which we'll get to in a minute. So these are the uh, Mega Man Zero and ZX games. Mm. So the Zero games were on the Game Boy Advance. The ZX games were on the DS. Uh, there is already a DS Zero collection and this 
I believe this actually is based on those versions, but it has extra features in it and things like that. Right. Uh, the extra, extra cool thing on top of all of this is that they also announced, at least in Japan, I hope this is coming to the US, but at least in Japan, they're going to be doing a sort of collection of collections. Uh, it's called, They're calling it the special five-in-one box that includes the Mega Man Legacy Collection, Legacy Collection 2, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, the X Legacy Collection 2, and then it'll have a spot for you to throw in the Zero and ZX collections when they when those come out. Uh, it also includes, oh, it also includes Mega Man 11, which came out after all those collections. Uh, and then it also includes the script for Mega Man 11, which would be in Japanese, um, since it's Japan only right now. Um, this comes out in December. It's surprisingly affordable. It's like a hundred bucks for this thing, you know, and you get all these collections. And the other really cool thing about it is that it's going to be the first time that the Legacy 2 collection is going to be available in a physical form. Um, well, at least on Switch, that is. Um, up until now, when they did the Rockman Japanese version and the Mega Man US version on the Switch, they had the Legacy 2 collection uh, as a digital download. So they're putting it on a cart now. It's going to be in the box. First time you can actually get that. And that's really the major reason why I want this to come to the U.S. Because, you know, especially if they keep it at that price point and don't like raise the price for some reason. Uh, like I'm like a hundred bucks to get this cool special box with a physical version of all of those games, you know, is kind of hard to pass up, I think. Yeah. So that is supposed to launch. That box comes out in December in Japan. And then the Zero ZX collection comes out in January worldwide. So we'll update everybody if um, that box is confirmed for the U.S. Because I know I'm not going to shut up about it if it is, because I'll be getting it. 100%. All right. So I think it was was it last week, right? We talked a little bit about some Yakuza news. Yeah. I talked about how there was, this is, I guess, a little bit of a follow-up to that, how they had, Sega had announced they were going to be putting three, four, and five on the PS4 in the West and doing a special bundle of those. That's supposed to come out in February, 2020. So this morning when we're recording this, they officially announced details on Yakuza 7, which is the beginning of a new series. If you're not familiar with the Yakuza games, one through, I guess, zero through six, um, I'll follow the story of one character. And then this game is going to be introducing a new a new character and a new story arc um, and a new location too. Every The other six games all took place in the same spot. Uh, two interesting things about it that make it different. The first is that while the original series was like an action brawler series with RPG elements, this game is actually a turn-based RPG done in a kind of action brawler style you know so graphically and everything you're running around the streets as if you would in the other games but then when it's time to do combat a little menu comes up and you got to do button presses to choose things on the menu uh very different i'd say the creator said that uh that they chose to do that because they felt like they had iterated on yakuza style gameplay to a point that 
they had sort of perfected and didn't want to just keep doing the same thing. But then they also said that if everybody ends up hating it, he's just like, we'll go back and do the old version. We don't care, you know? Like, if if you guys hate turn-based, then we'll try something different. It's fine. Right. I think that's pretty neat. Um, it's all about the fans. It's all about the people. Yeah, I mean, especially especially with them pushing so hard to make it worldwide at this point. Right. You know, I think it's cool that they're like, we're going to do something different. It's a new series in a sense, you know, but also we will take your feedback. Um, along with it being a new series, I think this is kind of interesting. Uh, it was announced as Yakuza 7 in Japan. is 100%. Its title is Yakuza 7. But the official North American title seemingly drops the number and is instead called Yakuza Like a Dragon. So makes me wonder if the North American marketing is trying to be more like more open about the fact that it's like a new series in a way, you know, and maybe doesn't want to confuse consumers with this has the number seven on it, but it's technically a new series. First in the series. Yeah. It's like, yeah. People get confused and be like, well, I got to play the first six now. Right. But which I mean, I'm sure they want, they want you to do anyway, especially with them bringing the three. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, this one, this game doesn't come out in Japan until early next year. So I would not expect it until like late next year in the U S because these games are huge and they take a very long time to translate and localize. But yeah. exciting news, you know, good games are good things. Uh, that's probably all the big news this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We can... I'm, I'm willing to bet that uh, Dayaku's game is going to flop. I don't think it'll flop. I think that it'll. Well, I just think people will hate it, is what I mean. I think what they're probably betting on, and this is, I think, probably the um, another part of the North American strategy with not giving it that number, is they're probably hoping people that are fans of turn-based RPGs, which is a pretty big subset of people that maybe have not played the Yakuza games because they're action games, you know, um, might, draw might, them in. might jump into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know personally for me, like I've only just picked up the first game and when it came out originally on the ps2 i remember looking at it and being like oh that looks pretty neat but i was so super into turn-based jrpgs at the time that i didn't touch it and then by the time i realized like what the game actually was and there were enough of them out there people were talking about them and i found out like oh it is kind of like a very story driven rpg you know like the original game like you probably wouldn't remember this but the original game was marketed almost um not as if it was exactly like a grand theft auto clone but like my recollection of it and i'm sure people will jump in and disagree with me but my recollection of its marketing at the time was like a japanese grand theft auto you know which like it's not it's not that at all you know there's there's just that's sleeping dogs yeah um which also uh that's part of the true crime series right so that came out around the same time as the original yakuza um so i'm pretty sure that's right again people will fact check me but i'm pretty sure the sleeping dogs is part of the true crime series um but yeah i mean it goes so much beyond just just being you know a grand theft auto like and just i think the fact that it's more action-based than like a turn-based game made that confusing to people like me who were dumb in the early 2000s and then and then the series got so big that it was like well I don't know if I want to get into this, which I think they address by putting every game on 
by doing those remasters and putting them all on the PS4, you know, now you can get every single game on a single console and now you are able to look at it and go, okay, um, I could play through these first six games. Now they're all on the same console, you know, but you yeah. can't do that before you'd have to pull from all so many different places and okay, six looks great, but I got to play five games beforehand, you know? So yeah. they're probably hoping to bring in people that have, that are familiar with the series, but don't know much about it. Hear that this is a new arc and think, great, this is the perfect time to jump in. Oh, it's turn-based. I like turn-based things. Let me jump into that too, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's a big enough series that I would be very surprised if it bombed. But again, they did definitely leave the door open for like, if you don't like this, we will change it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure it'll do fun in Japan. Oh, they, yeah. Because, I mean, they already eat up turn-based stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, somebody pointed out, um, I forget where, where I saw this, but it was like, uh, somebody pointed out it was like the opposite of what Final Fantasy XV did, where Final right. Fantasy XV was like taking a turn-based series and making it an action RPG. Yakuza is being like, let's take an, what is essentially an action RPG and turn it into a turn-based game. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy 15 though, so I don't, I don't care. That's good. Well, that's not meant to be a criticism. It's just like a, oh, I know, a fun comparison. No, it is that. That is a good comparison. I, I was actually thinking the exact same thing when you told me about that. Right. Earlier. I was like, it's like they just pulled a reverse Final Fantasy. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really did. Yeah. Okay, cool news. So I want to give some first impressions of Pokemon Masters, the new Pokemon mobile game that literally just today launched on iOS and Android. This was something I think that they had announced. I don't know if it was at E3 or if they had that event right before E3, the Pokemon company, that they might have announced it at. But um, how to describe it? So when I saw the trailer, I thought that it was probably going to be a gotcha game where you summon trainers to join your team and fight against other trainers. And just based on what I've played so far, that is kind of what it is for better right. or for worse. Um, you know, you do the whole thing where you can redeem gems to summon a trainer to fight with you. Um, and blah, 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 blah. Like I normally hate that kind of junk. Uh, I'm not super into this one yet. So like, I don't really want to, again, this is like first impressions. I'm not trying to do like a full in-depth review or anything like that. You know, so I don't know like if it does get to a point where, it's going to feel like it's super grindy and oh my god i just want to use lieutenant surge or something you know how do i get him um but this actual like gameplay i think is fine it's like a very watered down version of pokemon right it's kind of like a kind of like a combo of it's somewhere in between like pokemon go where you're just like tap 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 in a way to try to like get off as much hits as you can and normal pokemon combat where you have turns. In this case, you have like a timer, basically, uh, that fills up and gives you, I don't know what they're called. Um, basically, like you get this bar, right, that has like four little spots in it. And every time a spot fills up, you can use Thundershock. You start with Pikachu, so Thundershock takes one spot to use. You know, So you could spam that, use them all up, and then just wait for your next turn. You know, or you can you can get strategic. Some of your moves require two of those spots to be able to use. Uh, but while this is happening, sounds like Marvel Strike Force. Maybe that's another mobile game like this. That's the one that I was talking about. Right. Okay. 
Well, Probably. Well, because this feels like it's definitely like I've played this kind of game before, you know, because it is a very, you know, tappy do the thing and then, oh, you'll get some points that you can use to redeem the thing you're tap, actually tap, playing. Tappy. You know, um, but what I was going to add was the thing that makes it a little bit different than normal Pokemon combat, even though there is a sort of time turn element to it, is the fact that your opponent will not be continuously attacking. Right, but they're also they don't have to wait for you to do a move for them to respond, you know. So if you're just sitting there like looking at it, trying to figure out like, well, what move do I want to do next? Like they can just keep attacking you, you know, until you're like nearly dead. Right. Um, the uh, fun, interesting part that I think could maybe add some strategy and make the game more interesting, you know, in the long term, is the fact that you're fighting with three Pokemon at a time. So it's your character that is a character that you create and then you have two other trainers that are on your team uh you start off with misty and brock so you have your pikachu which is yours brock throws out onyx misty throws out starmie and then you can use onyx's move to get you know super effective on the other team or you can use starmie you know but they're all basically out at the same time you know so, like, if Starmie dies and the last Pokemon you have left to fight was weak against water, then it's like, okay, well, your water type is gone. So, you know, hope for the best to come up with a new strategy, basically. Um, right. So that's kind of how it feels like in the in the first chunk, you know. And then there's, um, there is, like, a story, you know, to it. Right. Uh, about you coming to this island and there's, like, this Pokemon Masters tournament. I think it's called the Pokemon Masters League, I think, actually, is what it is you know, and you're going out and you're talking to people, you know, and every time you do like a story cutscene or a battle, you get some kind of like reward, whether it's gems or other items. I don't quite know what those items do yet. Cause again, early in the game and the game doesn't really tell you, um, you know, so it seems like it's, they want to throw stuff at you, but again, not at a point where I can really comment on how much will it cost you to get the trainers you really want to have on your team. Right. So, I think that's probably all I have to say about it now. I'll probably try um, it. It's definitely worth a try. Tomorrow. I installed it. I just didn't just didn't open it yet. Right. It's definitely worth a try. Again, I mean it's free, I should mention that. Uh, with and there are microtransactions. So again, I don't know if you will get to a point where it's gonna feel like they really, really want you to spend money to be able to get somebody. Right. We'll see. So yeah, I mean it's just another it's another Pokemon thing, you know. If you're into mobile games, uh you'll probably really like this, you know, because it's definitely like really polished compared to like a lot of stuff that I see on mobile. And I think it's simple enough to pick up and play. Right. You know. One thing I will say though is like I guess this is maybe my only like actual criticism is that the beginning takes a little bit to get into in the sense that like your first battle doesn't come until you've been playing for like 10 minutes almost. So you've got to make your character, you got to watch some cutscenes and I talk to some people. Um, I'm probably over exaggerating the amount of time, but like, I kind of like mobile games where you pick it up and in 90 seconds, you're playing the main part of the game, you know? So it is what it is. If they're going for something bigger, they're going for something bigger, you know, but yeah, that's how it works in this game at least. No, it makes sense. So yeah, it's Pokemon Masters. Maybe I'll keep playing it. 
and have some updates for people. I'll probably be the one that's more into it than you are, honestly. I imagine so. <laughs> since I play Marvel Strike Force literally every day. Yeah. It's on my phone. So And I don't really play uh, mobile games in general. You know, it's just not, yeah. my, not my instinct to want to pick up my phone and play a game. You know, if if I'm in the mood to play a game, I'm probably somewhere where I'll have my Switch or my DS with me. You know, yeah. I'll just play something on that instead. You know, but exactly. people that like mobile games, this is probably a pretty good one. Nice. Pokemon Masters forever. Okay, so that's going to be it. I think we did a pretty decent one, right? Yeah, we covered a decent amount. It wasn't too long this yeah. time, like we've been going. Yeah. Moral of the story, pick five things I think are interesting and, and talk about them in a little bit of depth, but not too much depth. Yeah. And don't bring yep. up Fire Emblem again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to, it'll, be, it'll be a minute before we get into that again. I think we should just wait until we're both done and just give a full synopsis review type thing on our overall feelings because we just talk for hours when we're when we're talking about it in the middle of the game you know right. yeah well should we'll we'll probably end up doing like a special separate thing rather than trying to shoehorn it in as as you know whole second hour yeah no podcast. yeah that'll be a special episode yeah. right but yeah, I guess that's going to do it for this week, though. Any final thoughts for the people? Uh, if you have Game Pass, download Devil May Cry 5. It's really good. Download Devil May Cry 5. Um, and play Fire Emblem. <laughs> Definitely play Fire Emblem. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I'm going to go play it now, probably. Nice. About this this video process and pull on my Switch while I wait. Um, cool. All right. So let's wrap it up then. Um, cool. again, remember what am I, what do I normally say at the end? I'm just like, I'm thinking about. You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at brotherly love G one. There you go. You can follow us on Twitch also at brotherly love G one. We've been discussing, uh, trying to create an upload or a streaming schedule. We're still in the process of trying to figure all that out. There's mm-hmm. a lot of logistics behind it. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you give us a like. Talk to us what you guys think about, you know, the new games that are coming out, anything with the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, And if you haven't already, subscribe, you know, it helps us out a lot. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a review because that makes Apple care about us. So that's it. Cool. Good job. You should do that every week. Yeah, I nailed that. (laughs) You really did. You did a really good job. I'm always too busy thinking about Fire Emblem. Great. Okay. We're going to have, so we'll have so many bloopers at the end of this. Yes. <laughs> we'll see everybody next time. Then I think that's going to be yeah. it. So long. <laughs>